Hey, it's Pat. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. In case you're not familiar with me, I've been helping people retire for over 20 years now, author of the book Save Your Retirement, and host of the Save Your Retirement radio show. Our goal with this show is to provide you with valuable and timely information to help you plan your retirement, or if you're already retired, help you make the most of it. Ultimately, we want to help you use your money to accomplish your goals and dreams and to help you avoid any stress and fear with your finances and instead replace those with confidence and peace of mind. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe so you won't miss future episodes. Also, if you'd like to give us a great rating, it would mean so much to us and it helps get the word out so we can share this valuable information with others. Thank you so much. And now here's this week's episode. This radio show is a paid placement. Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. So happy to be here alongside Pat. He's the founder of Preservation Specialists. With everything that's been going on, we know a lot of you have questions about the market, how your portfolio is doing. Today, you're going to hear a lot about Pat's five-step retirement review and how it can help you get some answers. You can call and take advantage of that by calling 803-9-RETIRE today. That's 803-973-84. 73 or as i said an easy way to remember that is 803-9-RETIRE you can also always check out the website at retirewithpat.com and pat we have a great show lined up today i know we have a lot that we're going to cover but first i hope all is well with you and your family what are those girls been up to lately uh, we're good. We're good. Uh, Isla just turned four, so that's super exciting. Yes. We got uh, Gabby's five and a half, Isla's four, and um, the funniest thing that's happened. You know, I, I look for humor in their lives <laughs> all the time, to. as you, you know. Have to. Yeah. <laughs> and um, my favorite moment recently was um, we do prayers before we go, and we do them as a family before they we tuck them in. And um, I like to have them think of at least one thing they're thankful for. And sometimes they'll, you know, rattle through a, a long list. <laughs> and um, there's also some type of disagreement or, or competition as far as the order of who says prayers oh, at that yes. age. And um, Gabby usually gets her way, but the other night she didn't. And she was really, really upset. So she went over to the other side of the room and started making frowny faces. And we got to her turn. I said, Gabby, it's your turn to say prayers. What are you thankful for? And she made the meanest most grumpy face and she said i'm thankful that jesus died on the cross to save us from our sins <laughs> and she was like so angry and so i was like mad. well <laughs> i'm glad that she said that but, but... not exactly in that tone so yeah, um, thankfully great... that was the tone was just a one-time thing yeah. so <laughs> what a grateful little heart that's, yes, that's exactly so funny uh they do say the darndest things during their bedtime prayers um i'll tell you our youngest the first Sunday of not being able to go to church in person, we did a little like family Bible study is what we did instead of going to church because that's, yeah. that's what we were doing is not not going to church. And my husband was doing bedtime prayers with Dalton, our youngest, who's eight. And one of the things he said he was thankful for that day was, I'm thankful for fake church. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he called it. Thankful we did fake church. <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> yeah, so I, we tried. I mean, yeah, fake church, but we, you know, we all did our best. I, I, I wonder if that was his term or if one of his older siblings. Uh, I don't if he, know if he had overheard yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, my my eighteen year old saying, "Oh, great, here we go with fake church. Dad's trying to do this, right? Oh my gosh, funny stuff." Funny stuff. I love it. And they catch you off guard when they say those things, right? Oh, yes, of course. Oh, my gosh. And speaking of being caught off guard, because we all live that as being parents, and you have those moments of, what do I do? What do I say? <laughs> we all have those moments. Oh, definitely. Um, it, and it happens to us in a lot of different areas of life also. I mean, it, it's kind of funny. It's kind of comical when it happens with those parenting moments. I know my kids have also thrown some of those questions at me before where I'm like, I'm not sure how to answer that. <laughs> Give me a second and I'll get back to you. Uh, but, but you just kind of get this this paralysis. You kind of You kind of freeze up where it's like, oh, my gosh, what am I supposed to say? What am I supposed to do? I imagine that happens to us, Pat, also about retirement, but but it's more of like an analysis paralysis. Have you heard of that before where people are just, they're overthinking, oh, yeah. so they kind of freeze? D- does oh, that yeah. happen to people? 
It does. And the thing about it is I, I look at it as, to me, Jen, it's, it's two opposites of a spectrum. So there is one extreme that goes into analysis paralysis mm -hmm. because the idea of retirement is just so big and so complicated. So that happens very, very often. And it leads uh, sometimes at the avoidance of that, some people go to the other extreme, which is making knee-jerk reaction decisions. Mm -hmm. And, you know, of course, there's a happy medium in the middle there. And so one of the things that we do when we meet someone for the first time is we actually talk with them about them and about their decision-making personality. Uh, and if there's a married couple, as you well know, Jen, that um, two spouses typically don't make decisions the same way. Right? <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> and sometimes they're on opposite extremes, which is, I, you know, I certainly believe that's part of God's plan is to help, you know, balance each other out. But um, that's a big part of the planning is because it doesn't do anyone any good if no one ever makes a decision, right? So trying to help people with that is, it's a huge value to even having an advisor that you can bounce things off of to help you kind of bring you back to the middle balanced area. Right. And, and sometimes it's just helpful, Pat, to get someone to throw some of those ideas at, kind of feel out some of the ideas that you might have. I think there are people who they put off some of these discussions and they put off planning because there's a lot of unknowns around it, even though it's really helpful. There's just a lot of things that they don't know about it. Maybe they don't know what the process is going to look like or or how tough the questions might be. I, I know, Pat, there are so many things that I put off for so long. And then when I actually just sit down and do it, it <laughs> takes 15 minutes. It's like, right. why did I take so long to, to do this? Talk a little bit about your office, what this is like when people come in and meet with you so we can maybe work through some of that angst we might have about about going through this process. Yeah, I mean, the, the first thing I always mention, Jen, is that we understand, I mean, this is the only thing I've ever done in my adult life, uh, is meet with people and talk with them about their finances. I understand that's stressful. You know, that's not something you do on an everyday basis. Um, and I think someone joked to me that it was, you know, between going to the dentist and going to visit the financial planner, is, you know, which one is, is do you look forward to the least? Don't but, you feel popular? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks for that. Those were immediately the Thanks. two things that came to your mind, right? Um, but we understand that. So we want it to be as comfortable as possible. So if we're able to meet in person, you know, we want that to be a, a relaxed atmosphere. You know, we don't have CNBC on with the, with the stock ticker or anything like that. We want it to be much more of a relaxing environment, of course. You know, if it's not safe for us to meet together, then we would do that by Zoom if someone's comfortable with that or, or even just a mm -hmm. phone call. Sure. So that's part of it is just doing that. And then there's just a few steps, Jen. Uh, for most people, we're having a first meeting, and that's basically just, hey, let's learn where you're at right now. Where are you looking to go? What's important to you? What are your concerns? That's really what we're talking about uh, in that first meeting. Um, and uh, occasionally that's, you know, just that's a meeting just where we all find we're just not a fit for each other. There's not anything else necessary to do. Um, but for most people, that would lead us to a second meeting. And that's where we get into our five-step retirement review. And that's where we're able to actually provide some initial uh, analysis that uh, we feel like can be of tremendous value to so many people. Um, and then it's it's not until after that that uh, someone has all of that information that they get to take home with them where they would basically, we would basically decide whether we want to work together or not. And then if we did, then we begin the um, planning process and, you know, start creating priorities. And we've just found, Jen, that there, that wasn't some magic system that came up. It's just something that developed over my 23 years. And we just found it was very comfortable for people. And um, that's what we want. We want mm -hmm. to be comfortable. We don't want it to hinder anyone who's looking to better themselves financially. And so if that's a process that uh, is comfortable for any of our listeners right now, Call us right now at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer that five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost or no obligation. If you call 803-9-RETIRE, if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now at 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is with Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak alongside that number again, 803 803- 973-8473, or as Pat said, an easy way to remember that is 803-9-RETIRE. 
Pat, talk a little bit about your process in a little bit more depth here. You have this five-step retirement review. This is what you call this plan that you build with your clients. Explain a little bit about how this works for your listeners because the, the big thing here is this is all customized, Pat. What what we do, we talk about general concepts here on the radio show, but but there's a reason why you do this process and walk each person through this individually because they have to make individual decisions about all these things, right? That's right. And there is a lot of cookie cutter advice in the yeah. financial yeah. world, Jen, and you know, that has a value to it. You know, uh, if you want to understand what's a mutual fund or, you know, what are tax rates, there is, you know, basic information. But when you're looking for what's best for me, cookie cutter can't answer that question. And that's why we believe it needs to be custom. So we call our, for someone who hires us, we call it a custom built retirement plan. And the first step is that five-step retirement review. And the reason we call it that is uh, we have identified over the years, there's five categories that we believe make up a comprehensive retirement plan. And that is an income plan, an investment plan, uh, because of course your investments for most people have to help create some of your income. We have to have a tax plan because, of course, uh, you don't get to keep all your income, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, or <laughs> usually you can't unless we really do some great work on the tax plan. Uh, so we want to minimize the tax effect. Um, we have a, a health care and insurance plan to think of things like um, you know, medical, health insurance, Medicare, long-term care, those types of things, mm-hmm. and then an estate plan. And one part of the estate plan that most people think of is what happens after you pass away. But I always say, especially if you're married, part of the estate plan is what happens if one of you passes away or what if one of you is incapacitated? That's a really big deal as far as, you know, the healthy spouse. You know, how is that going to affect them? So that's a piece of it. And the one last thing I wanted to mention, Jen, is part of the five-step retirement review that I think is incredibly valuable is it includes a rough draft of a written retirement income plan. And the vast majority of people that we've met has have never had that, Jen. And, and what I've found is so many people come to see us and they've done a pretty darn good job of saving and accumulating for retirement but they, they've never actually had anyone run the numbers so they can see that they're mm-hmm. on track and right. what i've found is sometimes people come in with an enormous amount of stress and worry about that and they leave you know with that that free review and they see oh, okay i can see where my retirement income is going to come from and i just think there's just enormous value to that and so we want to get that into as many people's hands as possible so again to get started with that five-step retirement review all you have to do is call 803-9-RETIRE we offer that if you've saved at least two hundred fifty thousand dollars for retirement once again call now at 803-9-RETIRE this is save your retirement with pat struby we'll be right back on the other side of the break Stay with us. And the winner of the 2020 presidential election will be not a clue. I have no idea. If I had a crystal ball, I could tell you, but I don't, so I can't. And neither can anybody else. Look, this is Glenn Beck. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, nor do they. And that is what the stock market is all about. And with a volatile election series, you are putting a lot up for risk. I don't know what's going to happen in November. Nobody does. But here's what I do know. You need to help yourself be prepared for whatever happens. You can do that by calling Pat Struby and his team at Preservation Specialist right now. They've helped people just like you retire in election years, down years, up years, blue years, red years. They are prepared for whatever comes next, and they can help you be prepared too. So call them now, 803-9-RETIRE. That's 803-973-8473. Preservation Specialist, 803-9-RETIRE. Glenn Beck has been remunerated and is not a client. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Capital Inc. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. To schedule a visit for your own customized five-step retirement review, call right now, 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I'm Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists and the author of the book, Save Your Retirement. Retirewithpat.com is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. And Pat, I don't know about you, but I tend to be a creature of habit in some ways. Um, I, I like my coffee a certain way, and I don't want you to mess with it. 
that's <laughs> that's the way I take my coffee, and it's what I like. Now, are you, do you have a usual order at a restaurant, or do you branch out? How how do you and Janelle handle this? We uh, love to talk about branching out, and then we get the same thing. <laughs> and then you don't. So. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> because you know that when the older you get, the, there's that one time when you veered off, and then you're like, "Oh, this is way worse than what I normally get." Now, right. now I regret my choice. You right. Know? <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. And we've had this discussion before too, where like I I like to try new things, and and my in laws are just they they will not try something new if they found a dish that they like. That's what they're going to order every time. And I always think, well, the worst that could happen is. You don't like it, but you're not going to die. I mean, right? It's not that bad. But I'm starting to relate to them a little bit more with that, where it's like, no, this is really disappointing. I want to go with what I know. I, I want to go want to go with what's safe, what I know, I right? I bet that scares you when, when you relate to them now. That's very upsetting. That's very <laughs> alarming. But I'm sure everyone can relate to that, where, yeah, yes. not only am I turning into my parents, but also my in-laws as well. How... <laughs> How did this happen? <laughs> but, but Pat, I bring it up because we do get in these habits, and sometimes that's okay. I mean, if we're talking about saving money for retirement and it's automatic and it's a habit and we're doing it, that's a good thing. That's great. Talk about, though, why we might break out of some of those financial routines when we're talking about planning for retirement. Well, a couple of things come to my mind, Jen. The, the biggest one is there's been a lot of studies on this that it's very hard for us as, as human beings to kind of wrap our arms around such a huge idea like retirement. It's so different. Mm-hmm. And, and for most of us, it's, it's so far away that uh, it's overwhelming to plan for it. So most people don't. You know, they, they right. say most people spend more time planning their vacation than retirement. And I think that's just because the retirement is so intangible. With vacation, you have this immediate thought of where, where you're going, where you're staying, what you're doing. And um, it's just so different with retirement. So I think that's, to me, the biggest thing I would say is um, you have to break out of that comfort zone and say, okay, I just I know this is important. You know, Hopefully, you're only going to retire once. So, <laughs> right. so let's make sure we get it right the first time. Yeah, absolutely. And, and just talk a little bit more about all the changes that happen with our money as we get into retirement, Pat. I, I know we, we've talked before, there's this analogy of going up the mountain and then coming back down the mountain, because everything's different when you're now dipping into your savings and, and working your way back down that mountain in retirement, right? That's exactly right. And that's exactly where my mind went to, Jen, which is um, there's a psychology of putting money away for retirement and having invested in, in years when it grows, uh, which isn't every year, but hopefully it's most years. Um, yeah. There's that there's that sense of satisfaction. And some people aren't held to that at all. But others, that's a really, really challenging psychological barrier because they're almost addicted to seeing the number get bigger. You know, yeah. Now, this can be men or women, but I do see this very much with men, where it's almost becomes a competition, or they have some round number uh, in mind, like they, they want to see their investments hit a million dollars, or whatever the number is. And so there's, the, you, there's this competition. And then, so when you retire, it requires a completely different mindset, because it may even make sense for you to be drawing down some of your accounts <laughs> at different <laughs> times. And it's a very uncomfortable feeling yeah. for people. And that's where yeah. we think that, that having the plan makes so much sense. And then the other one that I would suggest where things change is, is taxes, which is I always like to make the point when you're working, there's not a whole lot you can do with your tax situation. But when you're retired, a lot of people are getting income from a lot of different places. That actually gives you a lot of control over your taxes. So those are the things to me that change the most in retirement. So tell me what kind of questions you are asking potential new clients as you're trying to help them with this transition, helping them not only understand what they're up against, but trying to get an idea of where they are so you can start helping them find that path back down the mountain. Yeah, I think, you know, to me, Jen, it's as simple as just asking someone, how do you picture your retirement? Mm -hmm. Uh, What does it look like for you? And some people have a very vivid picture um, of what they'll be doing, how they're spending their time, who they'll be with, and some people don't. And so it's a really great thought exercise. Uh, especially if you're married and you haven't talked about it before <laughs> because, <laughs> you know, it, you can literally have two people who love each other very much and one person answers, sell the house and drive around the country in an RV and the other one says, I would never in a million years consider that. And that's a pretty important thing to talk about before you actually retire. Yeah. <laughs> but again, you know, retirement, the term retirement, we use it loosely in the sense that some people want to retire from their work and never, 
work for another second. Mm-hmm. And uh, but a lot of people aren't wired that way. Maybe you know, maybe they get bored after a while, or maybe they want to work part time, or just do something where they don't have to have as much stress. I mean, there's so many different ways you can do it now, and that's just another great example of having your plan custom built because yours can look completely different from somebody else's. And if you're going to decide to work or not, or volunteer at uh, your church or charity or something like that, it just has a profound effect on your finances. And so we want to have those conversations, and that's one of the very places we're starting the conversation because it affects your income needs, and which of course affects your finances. So if those are types of discussions that you think would be valuable to you, give us a call at 803-9-RETIRE. That's all part of the first step in the process of building your five-step retirement review, which is absolutely no cost and no obligation if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement. Give us a call now at 803-9-RETIRE. And if you'd rather hear the numbers as you're looking at your phone and trying to punch those in, that's 803-973-8473. That's 803-973-8473. Or as Pat said, an easy way to remember that, 803-9-RETIRE. Pat, let's talk a little bit more about the the initial conversations that you have, especially when you're trying to, to get an idea of where someone is in the planning process for retirement. Are people surprised that you're asking them questions about what they want to do and what they're hoping to spend their days doing in retirement rather than talking about account balances, investments, and, and all of those things right away? <laughs> it does happen sometimes, Jen. This is another one that is often something us guys have a more difficult time with because, you know, it's kind of like, let's get down to business and here's the accounts and, you know, statements right, and right. Is, is it the right allocation and the nuts and bolts and things like that. But the truth is, Jen, that that stuff is important, but it literally doesn't matter at all until we know what you're trying to accomplish mm-hmm. um, because that's what drives everything. Uh, it doesn't matter um, what resources you have until we know what you're trying to do. And so that's why it's just a logical approach to really dig into um, you know, what are the things you, you're looking to accomplish with the rest of your life? Mm-hmm. And what are the things that are on your mind that you're concerned about? Because that's also going to affect, you know, how you're designing the plan and how you're making it fit for you. Because if you have a lot of fears about your finances, then the plan has to address that. And, you know, because it's not a successful plan if you're still worried about your money all the time. Right. So that's why those types of things have to be first and foremost in the planning discussions. Well, and the other thing, Pat, people who want to do different things in retirement retirement, it's going to really vary in cost. I mean, there are no wrong answers here, but I think about my mother-in-law who retired recently and what she likes to do every day is get outside as much as she can, take care of their land, but she's not traveling. She's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. That what, what she wants to do is just be around on their property and, and do what she wants to do there. That's a different cost of a lifestyle than someone who's hoping to ramp up the travel and do some other things. So, again, very customized. There's no wrong answers here, but it really has to be based on what they're hoping to do every day for the rest of their life, right? Definitely. And we, you know, when we teach retirement courses, I think most of us learn best by examples. So I'll use examples and say, you know, this couple is spending X number of dollars a month, and it's a guarantee that half the class will respond with a gasp, like, what? <gasps> They're spending how much? And, and and what I laugh about is half of the people are thinking, how can they live on that much? And the other ones are thinking, who could spend that much? <laughs> and right. that doesn't that doesn't even necessarily mean that, you know, someone is, you know, wasting tons of money or someone is, you know, a tightwad. It doesn't mean anything like that at all. It's just when you think about the different hobbies people have, different lifestyles, you know, maybe someone buys their dream house the day before they retire and they have a 30-year mortgage. Well, they're going to have a higher budget than somebody who has lived in the same house and paid it off a long time ago, you know, so there's all kinds of reasons that can happen. And that's why it is so valuable just to make it individualized for everyone. But what goes into an income plan, though, is more than just having a budget. We have to know more than just what our lifestyle is and what we'll be spending. Talk a little bit more about what else goes into making sure the income is going to last. Yeah, I think this is such a great example of why it has to be custom, Jen, because, you know, we all have our necessities, but then we also have all of our wants, too. And, you know, those aren't going to be level through your retirement. You know, one example is I have we have clients that maybe say, hey, I want to take the next 10 years after I retire and attack my bucket list. And maybe that is travel around the world. Maybe not. Um, You know, so that's different for everybody. Um, But it really is so valuable to see what that looks like for each individual family, um, because the finances can be tailored 
to do what you want. So that's why you don't want a cookie cutter approach that you find online. That's why we think there's enormous value in hiring your own financial planner. And to get started, all you have to do is call us at 803-9-RETIRE to get started with our five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back. Save Your Retirement is more than just a radio show. It's also the title of Pat Struby's best-selling book. Order yours today. To schedule a visit for your own customized five-step retirement review, call right now. 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and he is author of the book, Save Your Retirement. The website is retirewithpat.com if you want to learn a little bit more. And as we get back into it, if you hear something you want to get some answers on, the number to call is 803-9-RETIRE. That is 803-9-RETIRE. And Pat, we all have that drawer in our home, the junk drawer. Don't try to tell me you don't have one because <laughs> I won't believe you. Because, At least one. <laughs> right? We, we all have. It's It's got... It's usually in the kitchen, and I'll tell you, we actually have a couple of them because the kids have one with all the batteries and the, the cords to whatever remote control this or that and power cords to different things and tape. I, I, you know, you, you know the stuff you're going to find in there. It just needs to be organized. You, you have this great idea of putting all this stuff together, all the stuff you need, but then it just gets to be a mess in there, and you can't find anything that you need. How many people come to you and they think they have a plan, but you look at what they have and you just think, oh, gosh, this is just like that junk drawer in my kitchen. It needs to be cleaned out. Um, you know, I would say, Jen, that it's that would actually be very, very rare for us because, really? um, okay. yeah, I think everyone who comes in to see us, they know they don't have a plan. What they're actually wondering is, do we need one? Yeah. Um, you know, how complicated is this going to be? And in fact, most people, when I share that financial junk drawer analogy, um, I get laughs and I get big nodding heads like, yes, that's how my life feels because it's so <laughs> true. You know, I mean, no one sets out to create a financial plan for themselves. We all literally just learn like because there, there isn't like a real life class right in high school right. or college. Like so you 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 go out and you start working and then it's like, oh, I have to withhold for taxes and health insurance, and then, oh, I, I have car insurance, and then I buy a house, and I have a mortgage, and I have homeowners, and then 401k, and all these things just start happening, and you just start tossing these statements in somewhere, right? And that, <laughs> yes. There you go. Now, does is any of that built cohesively? Of course not. You know, no one does that in their, you know, when they're 18 or 22 right. or what, whatever that age is. So, uh, but, and then the one thing I would add, Jen, is not only is can there be enormous relief to just having an actual plan in place, but I would argue it's it's not about some, you know, formal plan and, and, you know, printing it, having this binder on a shelf that collects dust. It's about creating the plan and implementing it and then having, uh, you know, a partner that's helping you manage it. Um, that's really to us where people, when they hire us, that's what they're looking for. They're looking for that partner over time to make sure that that, that plan is continuing to be enforced and to be working. And that's, of course, the, the exciting part about what we do is building those relationships and getting to know people for over a long time. And Pat, I feel like this is one of those things where the hardest part is getting started. Because once you get going and, and you can figure out what the tasks are and all the boxes that you need to check, it's not that tough. It's just getting started. Tell me how you do that. What's the first step to getting our, our financial stuff organized so it's functional for us in retirement? Yeah, to me, there's two pieces to that, Jen. One is literally finding it all, you yeah. know. So, <laughs> yes. uh, and we have people that you know uh, call us to schedule uh, a meeting or a review, and then they get kind of overwhelmed in that gathering process. Uh, mm -hmm. So, uh, 
we, I think that's a great clue that clearly things are not organized. And so it, it's important to kind of prioritize that. So that's one piece of it. And then the, the great thing about working with a comprehensive planner like our team is you don't have to take any responsibility to get it organized. As long as you find the stuff, we can put it together in, oh, a, nice. in, in an organized manner. So that's, <laughs> that's a big deal, right? Um, and the other piece that I would say is that's just as important is if we want uh, to have a plan organized for retirement, you really do need to solidify kind of what you want out of your retirement and what, what your concerns are. Because if you just build a plan that's for anybody, it may have nothing to do with what, you know, what you're actually trying to accomplish. And, and that, that's the, the most important thing I always want to convey is it does not matter what rate of return you get on your money or what tax bracket you're in or anything like that if we're not accomplishing your goals. So we have to figure that out and make sure you're doing the things that you want to be doing. Pat, talk a little bit about if we already have some different financial products. I won't say, oh, we have a plan, but maybe we have an annuity or we have some different insurance policies. Is it possible to make changes to some of those things rather than starting all over again from scratch? Oh, definitely. Um, and that's really, uh, I think, a really valuable part of the process is, you know, one of those first steps we're ta- that we've been talking about today is identifying what you have right now. Well, the next step is how can we make that work the best for you? The ideal situation is that you have things that don't need to be changed, right? Uh, if something right. is already working, obviously, if it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's got to be the first thing. Um, the other thing that I would say, Jen, is, is uh, what's very, very common um, that, that I've seen over my career is that uh, if someone has something and maybe it's not the optimal thing for them to have, that they're, very, they're embarrassed, you know, that they made this mistake or they did something that wasn't the best possible thing. And I just want to, you know, just beg our listeners, Jen, just don't ever feel embarrassed about something you did because whatever happened, happened, right? We can't go back in time. But what we can do now is we can evaluate it and see if it makes sense. And, and my final point to that is there is no human being who has never made a mistake with money. <laughs> at uh, some point, right. you know, you think of like Warren Buffett, who's the greatest investor of all time. I bet he has a laundry list of things he would go back and do differently hmm. over time. So, um, you know, none of us are immune from that. I, I always tell our clients, I've been a, you know, financial professional my entire adult life. I can't say that I've made perfect financial decisions every single time. Um, you know, we all grow, we learn. And if you're hiring a comprehensive planner, um, you know, you certainly want them to uh, keep the things that are working best for you. But if something's not working, that's what you're hiring them for. Um, it's not, you know, to have a yes man says everything's fine. It's to have somebody to help you make the best of everything. And uh, we just think there's a lot of value in that process. And then all of that gets started during our five-step retirement review. So call now to get started at 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call us now is the first step towards building a custom-built retirement plan just for you. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is with Preservation Specialists, and I am Jen Rizak alongside. 803-9-RETIRE is that number again. Retirewithpat.com is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. Pat, I wonder when people are putting together their financial plans for retirement, a lot of times they're going to be thinking about, here's how much I've saved, and, and here's how much I think I can take out of that 401k as I get into retirement, how many people are having some of these thoughts, but they're overlooking things like taxes as they get into retirement? Yeah, I think what's really common that I've seen over the years, Jen, is that people um, have have a thought about taxes and they know it's something that's important, but they really underestimate um, what can be done about it. And the reason that I think that is, is when we are working you know, most of us would just like to make the largest income we can. Yes. uh, Right? That's a good thing, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, if someone says they're going to give you a raise by $10,000 a year, we're not going to say no. Oh, no, I don't need that. No, thanks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But we all also know, obviously, we'll pay more taxes that way. Now, you're still ahead. Sure. uh, But you are paying more taxes. And so there's not, you know, you can make different contributions to retirement plans and things like that. But other than that, you can't really change the taxation of your income. That's just, it's just the way it is. Well, when you're retired, for a lot of people, that's totally different. I'll just use a, use an example. Let's say we have a married couple, and they're about to retire. So they're probably going to have two Social Security payments as part of their income. Maybe one of them has a pension, so that's a third source. And uh, let's say that they have a 401k. Um, maybe they inherited a little bit of money that's in a bank account, 
and then one of them set up a Roth IRA, and they have a little bit of money there. That's I've already lost count, but that's four, five, six, or seven sources, mm, right? Wow. Yeah. So these are a lot of places where you can draw that income. Now, when after you retire, you can decide when you start your Social Security, so that's up to you. Um, you may have choices with your pension, how you take that out, and then it's completely up to you how you draw off of those investment accounts. Well, guess what? You have an enormous amount of control over how much tax you pay. And so that is something that's really eye-opening to our clients because we've even learned over the years more and more how much we can help people with that. And one example I'll use, Jen, is under the current tax law, there's a 12% bracket and then it jumps to 22%. So it's almost doubling. Well, what if without planning, you were going to be in the 22% bracket? And if we can do some planning and get you to stay in the 12% bracket, holy cow, that's a massive tax nice. change, yeah. right? So that's the kind of thing, you know, it's not that we can't say that everyone is going to be, you know, never pay income taxes or anything like that, but it's all about looking at where you stand and how can we be smart and help you save a lot, hopefully a lot of taxes mm -hmm. over the years. Yeah. T talk a little bit more about that idea of being tax efficient in retirement and some of the opportunities that are there now, Pat, because the current tax rates and the climate that we're in right now, it's probably not going to last <laughs> forever, right? That's right. Well, the, the one thing we know about everything in finance is it's not going to last forever. Right, right. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so I think the, the tax brackets example that I gave you is a big one that we, we use that with every client trying uh -huh. to help them stay in a lower bracket. The other big one that's on our minds right now, and I'm glad you brought it up, is uh, being as thoughtful as possible and kind of proactive tax planning when it comes to how your nest egg is going to be taxed. And what I mean by that is there's basically three ways your money can be taxed. We call them kind of the three tax buckets. There is the tax deferred, like your 401k or IRA. There's a taxable account. So if you just have money sitting in a bank or a CD or a mutual fund or something like that, and then you have tax-free, like a Roth IRA. Well, most of our clients... Uh, have worked their tails off to build a nest egg they can retire off of. But yeah. the system was designed where you def tax deferred it. So almost everyone has a big pile of money in IRAs and 401ks. Now, that's a good thing that you have the money. The problem is you have no uh, say over what the tax bracket is going to be when you pull that money out. Well, what if that 22% bracket today is 44% in five or 10 years because mm. our debt is so astronomically high? Uh, that would devastate your retirement, right? Mm -hmm. So what we're doing, Jen, is we're helping our clients look at this proactively and say, okay, here's how much you have in each of these different styles of being taxed. And if there's too much in the tax deferred, can we find a way to shift some of that? And what we're finding is, of course, we don't know what tax rates will be in the future, but there may be ways where people can save a large amount in taxes over the rest of their lifetime by being more proactive. And so that's a really exciting piece of planning that we're working with a lot of our clients right now. Pat, talk a little bit about if we've already been working with someone, but we want to make sure that we haven't overlooked some of these things, especially this tax piece that you're talking about. Should we think about getting a second opinion? What goes into getting another set of eyes on some of the things that we've already done? Yeah, I think, you know, to me, Jen, the, the things that come to my mind is the, the first one is someone taught me many, many moons ago, there is no monopoly on good ideas. So, hmm. um, you know, hmm. talking to someone else and getting a different perspective could be very eye-opening for you. And then the, the two things that I always hit home on are our industry makes it very, very difficult to just quickly understand what type of financial professional someone is because the names are all confusing and they're not clear. So making sure that you have someone that is... Uh, first of all, either an investment person or a comprehensive planner, depending on what you're looking for. We decided years ago we loved the comprehensive approach of putting all those pieces of the puzzle together. So that's what we like to do. And then the second piece is, are you working with someone who's more of a grow your money type of person for your 20s, 30s, and 40s? Or are you working with a retirement planner for someone generally in their 50s and 60s and 70s, you know, helping you kind of prepare to get to and then through retirement? Because those are two completely different approaches. And so that's a question to ask yourself if you already have someone you're working with, are they uh, the right fit for what you, what type of work you want? And then they are they the right fit for where you are in life right now? Uh, because maybe the answer is not yes to both of those. That doesn't mean that that's a bad person or they do a bad job right. even. Right. It may just mean they're just not the right fit anymore. And so those are the kinds of things you make you want to make sure you're, you're thinking about and, and questions you're asking yourself. And if it's possible that it helps you to come sit down and talk with us or talk with us over the phone or by Zoom, 
Call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer our five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement. To get started, call now at 803-9-RETIRE. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back. To find out more about Pat and the team at Preservation Specialists, visit online anytime at retirewithpat.com. That's retirewithpat.com. To schedule a visit for your own customized five-step retirement review, call right now, 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists and author of the book, Save Your Retirement. Retirewithpat.com is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. And as we talk about retirement, everybody has questions. Pat, I know you get questions from people all the time. So what we did was find out what retirement questions are being commonly asked. We're going to hear some of those questions. We're going to get some answers from you. So Pat, we've got a question from Kevin, ran into Kevin here. And uh, let's listen to what his question is, Pat, and then we'll get your take on it. I'm 56 and my wife is 54 and we both plan to keep working for at least five more years. We've done a pretty good job of saving for retirement. I'd like to save even more over the next few years. I know there are limits on how much we can put into retirement accounts each year. Is there anything we can do? Wow. Yeah. Thank you, Kevin. That's a, that's definitely a common question we get. Um, congratulations on the fact that you're, you've obviously been saving for retirement and you're looking to do even more. Um, the, the first thought that I have is um, there are limits to most ways to, to contribute to retirement plans, such as IRAs, Roth IRAs, 401ks, and all the different variations of all those things, which there's like a hundred of them now. <laughs> right. uh, but the, uh, the main thing is there are limits um, which are generally hold true for everyone. And then there are uh, what's called catch-up provisions, which start, I believe, in all of the plans at age 50. Um, and we can confirm that online. But uh, so generally speaking, you have Kevin qualified by age to be able to contribute more. And so that might be something, let's say you've been saving a long time. Let's say 10 years ago, you told your employer to put in the max into your 401k, and then you haven't gone back and looked at it. You may be able to increase that. So that's an example. Of course, it, it's going to depend on what type of plans uh, Kevin has available, just like all of our other listeners uh, may have other different plans. That depends on if you're self-employed or what type of plan your employer has or uh, so many different uh, variables. But that's that's the first thing that I would say. The second piece that I would add for Kevin, uh, which isn't exactly what he asked, is ties back to what we talked about earlier, Jen, which is that Kevin and his wife are at a perfect, perfect age to be thinking about not only how much to save, but how to save. And what I mean by that is if every single dollar he saves through his life is in tax-deferred IRA or 401k, it's all going to be taxed on the back end. Most of our clients think that tax rates will go up sometime in the next five or 10 years, and maybe a lot because of our huge debt as a country. So maybe it's time for Kevin and his wife to be looking at how are we saving? Does your employer have a Roth 401k in addition to the 401k? Is it just an example? There's lots of examples of that that we can help with, but those are the topics I think would be important for Kevin and his wife. All right. Thank you very much, Kevin, for your question. Going through our man-on-the-street questions here, we went out and found the questions that everyone is asking about retirement. Joanna is the next person we ran into. Pat, let's take a listen to Joanna's question. My retirement question is about taxes. Do we have to pay income tax after we retire since we won't be getting a paycheck anymore? Uh, Joanna, that's a great question. And what I what I would say, Jen, as I answer this one is... Uh, taxes is one of the categories where we get questions, and but a lot of times people mean different things by it. So, for example, uh, some people would say, uh, do I have to pay income tax anymore? Meaning literally, uh, am I done paying taxes? Some people would say that, and they're saying, well, does that mean I have to withhold taxes out of my deposits, or can I pay it in 
you know, uh, April or something mm-hmm. like that. Right. So, so there's different ways we all think of our taxes. So the answer is really uh, what, what I've heard that I, I really think is a good clarifier, Jen, is it's almost like there's two different tax codes. There's a tax code when we're working, and then there's a completely different one for when you're retired because mm-hmm. the laws are so different. So Joanna, yes, there are income taxes to be paid. Um, now that depends on your sources. Um, Social Security can be taxed, but it depends on um, another a different calculation. So that's, a, that's an example of how your taxes are different in retirement. It's possible someone would, could avoid uh, income taxes completely in retirement if they had their money. You know, let's say they had a million dollars sitting in a checking account and they weren't earning any interest and they were just drawing it down over time. That would be an example. Um, if you're not, if you're not paying tax on your Social Security, maybe you have saved all your money in Roth IRAs uh, during your working years. So that would be ways to avoid income taxes. But generally speaking, basically everyone that I have ever worked with has had to pay income taxes in retirement. So uh, we want to make sure um, that you are aware of that. And we want to do the planning to help you uh, reduce those taxes as much as we absolutely can. And then um, the other thing we want to do is talk through your different ways to do that. So let's say uh, Joanna has a 401k um, and she's about to retire and we're going to be drawing off of that 401k for income. Well, now she has options. She can try to estimate a percentage that she withholds from those monthly deposits from the 401k, or she can make estimated payments and she can make four payments uh, a year. So that's something, you know, some of our clients do their own taxes, so they have to figure that out themselves. Some people like to work with a CPA. And so that's a that's a personal choice that you have as you're figuring these things out. So these are great examples, Jen, of how everyone's situation is different, but that transition from working to retirement is just more complicated than most of us ever realize because there's just these choice after choice after choice mm-hmm. after choice. And we've had so many people appreciate just having a team working with them to help you know either bounce ideas off of it or help them make sure they're doing it the right way. And that's one of those reasons why so many people come in to see us is because, again, as I mentioned earlier in the show, Jen, not because they want a plan that they want in a binder to sit on a shelf and collect dust. It's to have a relationship, have a team that's working with them and helping you build the plan, helping you implement the plan, and then helping you manage it, especially as you go through one of the biggest changes of your life when you go from working full time to either going part time or retiring completely. Um, So that's why we offer uh, at absolutely no cost and no obligation what we call our five-step retirement review. To get started, call us at 803-9-RETIRE. That is available if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement. And it's a way for us to talk and help you kind of get those first steps of a retirement plan together, help you see if you're on track. To get started, just call now at 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is with Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak alongside. Pat just gave you the number. The website is retirewithpat.com. And right now, we are answering some of the common questions that people have. These are questions that people asked when we took Pat's show out to the street. This is our Man on the Street segment. And our next question comes from Ellen. And I think Ellen has a pretty good, pretty common question. So let's hear what she wants to know, Pat. I see TV commercials mentioning risk tolerance. So what is risk tolerance and how do I know what mine is? Ellen, that is a great question. Um, Risk tolerance is a great example of a term that financial professionals use and throw around all the time because it's something we deal with, but most normal human beings probably aren't thinking of that term on a daily basis, right, Right. Jen? So risk tolerance really is, if you break that down, uh, it really is when you're investing your money how much risk can you tolerate? Um, you know, and, and when I think of risk in this way, we're thinking of losing money. So the whipsaws of the ups and the downs of the markets and investments in general. Um, now, how do I know what mine is? Uh, I'm going to give you a very contrarian answer to that because our industry believes you learn that by going online and filling out a you know, the equivalent of a 20-page questionnaire. What if this happens? What if that happens? And they give you a score. We have a very simple way of getting to a starting point with that. And that is, I like to ask people on a scale from one to 10, where would you put yourself? One is somebody who has no concern whatsoever when anything crazy happens with their money. So in 2008, the market crashed from, and it dropped in half in a very short period of time. So let's say you had $100,000 and it dropped to 50,000 and you thought, 
No problem. No worries at all. I know it'll come back eventually. That would be a one. By the way, we don't meet a lot of ones, right? <laughs> I bet <So>. not. <laughs> now, a 10 would be the exact opposite. A 10 would be somebody who says, I can never, ever imagine losing a penny, and I need to have my money either in the local bank or under my mattress or dig a hole in the backyard, <laughs> make sure it's always there. So I ask people, where, where are they uh, in those numbers? And that most people that's a simple enough example that they can really grasp that. And um, so that, that gives us a starting point. And then the second thing that I would say is it's so important to understand that your risk tolerance can and for almost everyone should change during your lifetime because when you are in your 20s or 30s and maybe starting to invest, if you're saving for retirement, you have an enormous amount of time to work with. However, when you are 55, 60, 65, you are in that retirement red zone where now if you're taking too much risk, it could really devastate your retirement. So it's a very important thing to consider. And, and Jen, I've had a lot of people, when I ask them that one to 10 range, they'll often comment. They'll say, oh, when I was younger, I was probably a three, but now I'm a six or a seven. Right. And so that that's it's a really good acknowledgement because it's a very smart way to look at it. So the, uh, hopefully that's a good example um, to add a little bit of uh, explanation to the term risk tolerance. Yeah. And, and I do appreciate Ellen's question. I feel like a lot of times we hear these phrases and we don't want to act like we don't know what they are. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I appreciate Ellen asking the question. Let's do one more of our man on the street. We went out to find out what your questions are about retirement. Our last one comes from Dave. And let's hear what uh, what Dave wants to know. What happens if I retire and start withdrawing from my retirement accounts, but then decide to go back to work? Would there be any penalties for doing that? Oh, that's a great question, Dave. This is a great example, Jen, of a question that sounds fairly simple, but it's it actually the answer is quite complicated. So, <laughs> so the answer is it depends, um, uh, which is with so many things in you retirement. Always life. say that, yeah. I know, isn't it annoying? <laughs> Sorry. <It's all right. laughs> um, so there are, generally speaking, we do we actually have a lot of clients that decide to retire completely and then at some point decide to go back to work. So this is actually a discussion we like to have um, because some of the things that we decide on um, may factor into that. Um, generally speaking, it's not a problem. We just want to be smart about one of my clients recently went back to work and they were drawing a pretty hefty amount out of their IRA. So we're going to drop that down um, for number one, because they don't need it. But number two, uh, why would they continue taking that and paying those additional taxes? Because now you have the income on top of the distributions and you're kind of stacking up taxes. But the other thing that we want to make sure of is if you're claiming Social Security before your retirement age, that actually could have a significant outcome if you ended up retiring and deciding to go back to work. So the answer, unfortunately, is it depends. Uh, but it really is a great example of uh, why you either – I would say, Jen, you either need to enjoy learning about these things and doing it yourself if you're going to do these types of things by yourself or why having a trusted planning team working with you can be so immensely valuable because that's the kind of thing, in my feeling, it's the kind of thing you shouldn't need to be Googling and hoping you're on the right site that has the right information mm -hmm. right. and that understands what you're asking. Uh, if you have a planning team, you can talk to about that. They, they know about your plan and how you would be affected. If you don't have that kind of plan, call now to get started at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer you what we call our five-step retirement review at no cost and no obligation if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement. Call now at 803-9-RETIRE. You've been listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Remember that number? It's 803-9-RETIRE. Be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from Pat. I'm Jen Rizak. We're glad you spent some time with us here today. We hope you have a great week. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And we'll talk to you next time. Preservation Specialists is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of tools. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income are never referring to securities or investment products. Preservation Specialists is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Securities offered through Kalos Capital, Inc. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Management, Inc., both at 11525 Parkwood Circle, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30005. Preservation Specialist is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of Kalos Capital, Inc. or Kalos Management, Inc.